0: Hey guys, this is Tara Pappas coming at you with podcast number five. Um, It's been a crazy week, per usual, but an exciting week. I've um, completed two paintings this week. So, well, I guess now it's last week. And I'm looking forward to starting on some new projects this week. So, very art-filled week. And a great holiday weekend, and I hope you guys all had a great Labor Day weekend as well. Um, Over the weekend and last week, I, in thinking about my topic for this week's podcast, thought that it might be fun to talk about some of the inspiration for my paintings, namely the bears that are featured in a lot of my paintings. And so I wanted to title this podcast, The Bear Truth, um, referencing the use of bears in my painting or my paintings. And it's kind of a funny thing and it's not something that I've thought about a lot. I think that when you look at works of art by a specific artist, there's always some sort of connecting theme between their pieces I think with my artwork, there's a lot of different themes that are kind of interwoven and connected between pieces. Um, My materials that I use are a big connection. I use a lot of book pages. um, So you can, the use of words is a a big connection. Also my colors, I tend to use a lot of blues. And um, every once in a while, I'll do pops of color so I might have kind of a scene that's just kind of shades of brown or shades of gray and then I'll have a bright pop of color and I really like to do that when I do fox paintings which is why a lot of my fox paintings tend to be in the winter because I love that stark contrast and without going too far off the topic for today I actually saw a fox uh, last winter, jumping through the snow, which I found really exciting because I I love painting that. I love painting that bright pop of color against the kind of just whites and grays of the winter. So anyway, back on task, um, back on topic, bears. So I do... While I do tend to paint a variety of animals, and I'll try to stretch myself and push myself by painting animals that I've never painted before, I do tend to really like painting bears. And I hadn't really given much thought to it. And I think a lot of artists don't give much thought to um, why there are recurring themes in their pieces, unless it's intentional. So I think that some artists intentionally include specific things in their pieces, kind of symbolically. Um, but for me, the whole theme with bears kind of just organically developed, um, and I hadn't really thought about this until actually just a couple months ago, and I was talking with one of my family members, and they said, they brought it up, they said, have you ever had any kind of like encounters with bears? Have you, you know, what, what is your experience with bears and why are you always painting them? And so I thought about it and I thought, you know, I have had a lot of experiences with bears. And so maybe subconsciously, Maybe that's why I include bears in there. I don't know. So um, let me take you back to young Tara. (laughs) Um, When I was little, actually before I was born, um, my mom made me a quilt. That was my baby blanket. And that quilt had two bears on it and I think it was supposed to be like a mama bear and a daddy bear. And then the actually the actual quilt part with the patchwork was supposed to be like their quilt that they were covering up with. And I loved that blanket. I remember all throughout growing up, throughout my childhood, I loved sleeping with that blanket. And so that was kind of the start of my bears. And then... My mom also made teddy bears, um, and I had, this wasn't one that she made, but I remember I had this little stuffed bear, I'm trying to remember, I think it was a gunned bear was the brand, but it was this little stuffed bear, and I would call it Annie Bear, and so it was my Annie Bear, and I would carry that with me all over the place, and so I loved bears from a young age. So, fast forward to one of my first college summer jobs. I was working at Yosemite National Park. And I had this job there where I was a crew leader. And so I would take um, crews of high school students around the park. And I lived there all summer. And I would just take them out on these work trips. So we would go out to a certain area, and we would camp for a week at a time, and then we would drive out and do different tasks around the park. So one day we might be doing trail maintenance stuff. Another day we might be repairing a fence or putting together an amphitheater, I think was one of the projects we were working on. So before the high school kids got to the park, Um, all of the crew leaders came in and we were doing training and we were staying at this lodge which was kind of like our headquarters for the summer. So it was a ski lodge that um, obviously wasn't being used for skiing because it was summertime and so we were using it as kind of our headquarters. And so since the kids weren't there yet, um, every morning... I would get up and I would go for a little walk. And I mean, who wouldn't? Like, you're living in the middle of Yosemite National Park, which in and of itself, to me, is a little piece of paradise. I love that place. So, I mean, who wouldn't want to go out and just have a quiet morning in that the beauty of that park? So... That's what I would do. Every morning I would take off and I would usually bring a book with me. And before breakfast I would just do a little bit of reading. Um, So I had several different experiences that summer um, with bears in particular. So thankfully um, Yosemite is not like Yellowstone National Park. Where they have grizzlies everywhere, because I think that this story would end very differently had I been doing the same thing in Yellowstone. But I was in Yosemite, and at the beginning of the summer in Yosemite, at least that summer, they had a real black bear problem. And these black bears were actually brown, because black bears don't have to be black. Um, so they were brown and I had never been close to a bear before. I really, my experiences in encountering bears were limited to my teddy bear, like I was telling you about, little Annie bear and the, my quilt. So I didn't have a lot of experiences with real bears. Um, and I probably saw some at zoos and things like that, but so anyway, Encounter number one: I was um, going for a walk, and I had my book. And I happened upon this clearing, and it was just a nice, peaceful clearing. Um, there was a fallen tree on one side, and I can still picture it to this day. So there was a fallen tree, kind of over to the left, and I was kind of surrounded by these massive trees. And then there was this stump across from the fallen tree. And that's where I chose to sit. I thought that would be a natural seat. And so I actually sat on the ground. And there was plenty of pine duff on the ground, which provides a really nice cushion. And so I took a seat on the nice soft duff. And then I leaned back against the um, stump And I took out my book and started reading. And I was having a really nice, peaceful time. And I was thinking to myself, this is such a nice morning. Great start to my day. And so I was reading along and suddenly I heard some twigs snapping. And I looked up and this massive bear was walking into the clearing. And I don't know if you've had this experience before, And I hadn't had this experience before this moment, but in that moment, I felt what it was like to be a prey, to be an insignificant little weak thing that's on the bottom of the food chain. (laughs) And that's exactly how I felt. Seeing this animal that was so huge and feeling so helpless, I felt like, I couldn't move because I didn't want him to see me and I didn't want him to run after me by any means. And so I just froze. And uh, I mean, a lot of thoughts were going through my head at that time. I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the end. And it's, I guess the end of Tara is going to be a bear. Um, so I just sat there frozen and he just walked into the clearing And he did a full circle around. So he started walking over towards that log that I was telling you about. And he started digging underneath it. So kind of digging for roots or mushrooms or whatever he was digging for. And he was just kind of foraging underneath that for a while. And I just sat there thinking, don't move, don't move. And I kept looking down at my pages. And I remember just looking down at the pages trying to read the words and it was like i kept reading the same words over and over again because i was worried my eyes were going to move too much (laughs) and so so anyway i was i was looking down at the pages trying not to move and the bear after he had foraged for a few minutes what felt like forever he started circling around and turned towards me And I could feel my heart rate just beating. Like my heart was going to pop out of my chest. And I thought, okay, here we go. And I kept looking down at my book. Trying not to breathe too hard. Not moving a muscle. And he walked around. Walked right up to me. And he sniffed my knee. And after he had sniffed my knee, he breathed out really loud, like one of those big, I don't know big (laughs) noises, kind of like what a a horse would make that kind of breathing out noise and I could feel it on my knee, it was a big puff of air, so I felt it and then he started walking away And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, (laughs) he spared me. (laughs) And he walked away. He walked right out of the clearing and left. And so that was my first encounter with a bear. And I waited. I remember sitting in that clearing thinking, he's going to come back. Or he's going to come back with some friends. And I'm going to be in trouble. Um, And so I sat there for a while until I was sure that he was gone. And then I very quietly got up and walked as quickly as I could back to the ski lodge. And so that was encounter number one. Encounter number two actually happened, it was like the next week or maybe even a couple days later, same summer, same lodge, Um, there was down from the lodge there was this little area, I think it's normally where the skiers would come down and then they would, um, you know, fix their gear and then get on the ski lift to go up. So there was the, kind of this nice little area with some trails going down to where this, the ski lifts were. And so I thought that I would, again, <laughs> just go down there for a quiet morning and read. And I think my thought in going down there was that I was not, after my experience with the bear, I remember I didn't want to leave for a while. Like, I didn't want to go off too far. Um, and so my thought was, well, maybe I'll just get the walking experience and not so much the the being too far away from the lodge with the giant bear experience. And so I took off on this trail, and it was just right down from the lodge. I could turn and see the lodge and everything. So I started walking down this trail, and I was reading my book, which, I mean, I, everyone, I'm sure, loves to read books and walk at the same time. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't really do it that often, but in that moment it seemed like a good idea. So I was walking down this trail. I think because it was so short, I felt like it was safe and it was straight. It was a straight path. So I thought I, I wouldn't be worried about missing a turn or tripping too much. So I was reading my book and walking. And as I was reading the book, I was getting really into it and I was Continuing to walk down the trail, I could hear yelling from behind me. And so I turned and I saw a bunch of the crew leaders that I was working with yelling and waving their hands at me. And I thought they were telling me it was time for breakfast. And so I turned to them and I said, Oh, hey guys, I'll be right back. And I just started waving. And then I could see them with their hands going, No, no, look ahead. There's a bear, and I was like, what it what are they talking about? and so I turned and I mean I would say no more than maybe ten or fifteen feet ahead of me was a bear, and I don't know if he just didn't care that I was walking towards him or hadn't noticed yet, but he was walking on the same trail and it was like we were walking towards each other so one of us would have startled the other one pretty quickly. Um, So (laughs) I saw the bear, and I remember without even thinking about it, I very slowly turned around and very slowly started walking back. And I remember not looking behind me, just walking and thankfully i don't i guess he didn't perceive me as a threat or anything but thankfully he did not follow me and i was not that bears meal so twice i had these encounters with these bears and then soon after that um they started setting off fireworks and stuff around the lodge to start getting the bears to move on, just loud noises to get them to leave because we had all the kids coming. But, but anyway, those were my encounters with bears. Um, and so I think that to some level my experiences with bears, um, must contribute to my inclusion of them in my paintings. I think that they're they're naturally kind of a fun animal to create in a painting and I think whenever I I'm looking for a big warm character to create I love that bear the big huggable bear even though in my real life experiences with bears I would not have dreamed of hugging one of them by any means um but I think they make for warm and lovable characters. And so I'm actually going to be starting a new painting as soon as I finish this podcast. And I think um, that I'll be most likely doing a bear either in this painting or the painting coming up. Um, there's just something about bears that I really like. And I, I like incorporating the big bears with something small. Whether it be a small person or... Or a small animal next to him. I like that contrast in shapes. So anyway. That is the bear truth. I hope you all enjoyed my stories. Of my encounters with bears. And I hope you guys have a really great week. It's a shorter week. Because it's the holiday. Uh, it's after the holiday weekend. And so I hope that you make the best of your four-day week if you are currently working. If not, enjoy your break. Enjoy your time off. And I will talk to you again soon. Have a wonder-filled day. Bye.